The IAB presents the Simplify and Inspire podcast. How do we make it simple? Try to stop a lot of the buzzwords. Chance to change the way a whole industry works. For more information, visit iabaustralia.com.au. Hello and welcome to the IAB Simplify and Inspire podcast. Broadcast this morning from Spotify's offices in Surrey Hills. And I'm joined by Dan Robbins. Head of Programmatic and Data at Spotify ANZ. Good morning. Good morning, Dan. Three months into the gig. How's it going? Really good. Really, really good. Um, massive change from leaving agency land. Um, but so far, so good. Uh, enjoying the new challenge. Um, enjoying getting to grips with a wholly different part of our ecosystem. What's the biggest change as you've moved from the dark side to the light, or the light to the dark? Uh, yeah, is it dark or light? I don't know. But... Um, I think the biggest change is going from having you know, a massive team of people and a massive range that you kind of need to cover, both from working with big range of clients as well as working with the 150, 200 publishers and technology companies and uh, other parts that you kind of need to cover as a head of digital to now being singularly focused on one product and how that fits into the hundreds of brands and agencies across um, Australia. So it's that thing of using the knowledge I had before, but to now singularly focus on one product and how that fits in. So um, yeah, good challenge, lots to learn, uh, even down to little things like I'd never been into double click for publishers before. So how does that work and how do, how do the SSPs work and things like that? It's, uh, yeah, it's a good learning experience so far. Still speaking to the same amount of people and a different amount of people? Uh, it's probably the same volume of people, but just obviously very different people. Since I've been in Australia, I'd only ever been at OMD. So while I obviously knew lots of people that have been through the doors at OMD, I hadn't really spent that much time across the other agencies, bar things like the IAB and MFA, MFA type meetings. So yeah, it's been great to get in and see how the other agencies work. I think when you're on agency side, it's very easy to just be head down and this is our problem, this is how we're trying to solve it. But it's certainly been interesting to kind of see that um, all of the other groups are struggling with the same issues and trying to build on the same opportunities. So that's certainly been interesting. What are you seeing as the key challenges and opportunities? Um, well, everybody's still just struggling with that same thing that you read almost every day around brand safety and viewability and uh, ad fraud. I do think we've definitely moved on and, def- and people are now in the phase of not just talking about it, but actually trying to find proper solutions, which has been quite good, certainly to come in as, a, as Spotify as one of those solutions. But then I think now when it comes to opportunity, everybody is really starting to up their game around data and seeing the value that good quality data can, can kind of add to their agency product um, and help service their clients. What does good data look like? What are you discovering in your new world? Um, Gosh, that's a wide open question. But I think good quality data is first and foremost, the best possible is it's an ID. It's a a real person. Mm. You know, certainly one thing I've found since I've come to Spotify is that we feel like we're almost so far ahead of much of the much of the um, data world that we're almost behind because people really because people have to log into Spotify. Yeah. They are, a, yeah, they are a, an ID. Unfortunately, the world isn't necessarily built for that. We're still living in a cookie world. And so trying to match a cookie to an ID or a cookie from a few different sources isn't necessarily the easiest thing in the world. And so we then end up kind of 
seeming to be a, an outlier. Uh, that said, that the guys that are you know, making strides towards a unified ID, that's definitely the sort of data place that I think we want to be in. Uh, outside of that, I think good quality data marries behavioral as and you well must as, have lots of that. You know who yeah. I am, what I listen to, where I listen to, when I listen to, etc. Completely. I think the, the, the narrative that we use is um, music being a, a mirror onto your world and a real um, you know, understanding you through the music that you listen to. You know, so that might be as simple as at certain times of the day you want something to kind of perk you up and to really kind of pump you up for the day, maybe on your commute or in the shower in the morning, through to then... Yeah, then you'll have your gym playlists that are very much built for you to, to kind of get you through that. And then finally, yeah, it might be listening to some Spotify-owned playlists or it might be something you've created yourself that's very much for that focus moment and very much for that, that point. And there's not really many other data sources that really can afford that, that can really go, yes, this is this person and they're this age and gender, but regardless of that, right at this point in time, that person is focused on getting some work done or focused on actually smashing the gym does that make it easier to line that data up to a brand's objectives um i'd say yes and no i think we're still living in a time where the majority of targeting the majority of planning is still done on a on a demographic on an age and gender so it's great that we get that from our users and that's very useful i think i'd love to see us starting to make the step towards it doesn't matter what age somebody is more who are they as a person what are they in at that either that moment or more generally you know i think that it's a pretty simple analogy but i talk about um if somebody's going to the gym somebody's in that gym moment it doesn't really matter whether they're 18 or 78 because at that moment they are going to the gym now obviously yes there'll be some variations between that but and you probably still want to know if they're male or female and some other detail but yeah, that we've got lots of those sorts of instances that probably normal demographic targeting would just completely miss. So is working in audio bringing up different types of data that you might not have seen before in a previous life? What's the same and what's different? I think the, the same is that yeah, we're still trying to reach an audience uh, that, that we know something about previously um, from kind of previous behaviors or, or even in that moment behavior. I think the difference with audio is that we're trying to marry almost two different worlds. We're marrying the digital world in that, you know, yes, it's digital streaming. It's people have got the opportunity to click through from the audio ad, uh, things like that. But we also kind of live in this radio world as well, this kind of classic broadcast world where it's it's all about not even reaching frequency but it's it's um uh, yeah it, it's just that kind of older world and we live kind of just in this middle ground where i think the majority of people understand that it's that it's an audio ad but we probably need to have a a different ad it's not about a shout message that you would perhaps need on radio in drive time to really kind of get that cut through it's more of a whisper because it's in ear people are you know you have only one ad on Spotify in any given um, break. So that doesn't need to be a shout message. It, it, I think we can all imagine that you've got your headphones on. You don't want an ad to come in blaring in between a couple of songs. Whereas something that kind of just whispers to you, that gives something that's really relevant to that moment, um, would, be, would be really useful. So when you're talking to the market, to the industry, is there a, an education job in Definitely. terms of using the medium in a different way to Definitely. certainly radio? Definitely. I think... Oh, first and foremost, 
you know, if we're talking to radio, quite often to radio buyers, that is, they quite often don't um, see it as incremental. They think it's that this is kind of already covered by radio, but actually there's a, a great deal of um, incremental value we can offer. So there's that piece first, then into a into a measurement. You know, as soon as we, you mention digital, it's suddenly measured to every last nth degree and so being able to just give a view on how to measure using spotify and that yes a click's good but also just to listen to a real human is is also is also pretty strong and then finally just that creative and and what the creative actually is that's built for the platform they're the kind of three main things that we're i'm finding needs to be done as an education job what are great examples of creative on the spotify platform there's one that we talk about quite a lot which was it's not that trendy but it's for sting and for uh, particularly for our labels and it works in, in other sting ways. the artist sting the artist yeah um and he in the ad break just kind of comes on and says hi i'm sting listen to my latest latest album here on spotify and you can click through and it goes straight through to that album yeah i think it's just such a simple play but it works so well and and the click through to to through to listening um, which was what, what the um, objective was, were like 10 times higher than anything we saw otherwise. And it's, uh, but it plays in really nicely. It's just, you know, it's the artist, it's the built for the platform of, you know, I know you're listening now, how about listen to something else? And, and that as a, as a view, obviously, you know, it's an artist on Spotify, it's, it's easy. But we've also seen some other brands do very similar of, you know, people targeting travel listeners um, that, you know, kind of playing those sorts of songs that are pretty obvious that they're excited about a trip and then offering them a message that's kind of uh, relevant. So context feels like it's so, Very so important so. and appreciating yeah. or showing the appreciation to the listener that you know what they're doing right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so as well as that kind of pure, as we talk about moments, just even targeting playlists and genres with a relevant, you know, relevancy in there. Even if it's down to having the backing track to the ad being semi-relevant to the to the um, the targeting you're doing. Obviously, I appreciate that good programmatic isn't about having a thousand and one different ads doing two hundred thousand different cohorts, but just being that more relevant to the specific group that you're targeting in that place. And as you say, context is, is huge. So is it quite common for you to use different creative and is it common for you to optimise campaigns? Where are you on that journey? Oh, I think, um, I think that's certainly the dream. That's certainly what we would want. Um, and you know, when people do at least use three or four different variations um, for five or six different cohorts, it definitely we definitely see value and uplift um, in performance. That said, I, I think we're still a ways away from it. Um, Is anything getting in the way of that? Do you think that's just the natural journey that will come? I think it's a time? natural journey, exactly that. I think that um, uh, being a platform and being app-based, it's not always the easiest for us to be able to off, uh, accept things like dynamic video creative or... Um, uh, which you know, is, one, is certainly one... one hold back and then on top of that because you know we're still relatively new and even from a programmatic point of view people are still just getting to grips with doing any programmatic buying with us so it, it, i think it's more just a journey that we're going on are you having conversations with creative agencies to help yep. educate them on how to use spotify best? 100 percent, yeah and not only is it from a pure 
targeting point of view quite a lot of the, the conversations we have are around using our data to help planning and i think that's right. where we offer great value to creatives and planners of what does that look like uh so we've got um a whole host of um of tools which kind of look at even the basics of this is when certain demographics and groups are more likely to be listening to to spotify across the week so obviously that's relatively basic but can be quite powerful down to you know, different groups what they listen to genres artists uh, and so on and so forth so being able to make that available to the creators when they're um, planning and and putting comments together um, can be pretty powerful and you've touched on programmatic which is a subject that's close to my and the ib's heart um, how does that look in the audio world how is that going what's working well what are the challenges um to be honest, I, I think it, it lives very similar to programmatic video. Right. Yes. On Spotify in particular, audio and video, is, it's the same ad spot. It's the same unit. So, um, and, and literally the, the decisioning is based on whether the screen is open or not. There's a few other bits in it, but that's the, the most basics of it. And, uh, and first and foremost, that helps us with things like viewability. And uh, if the screen's open, if we know it's open because somebody's uh, pressing skip or interacting, then at that point we'll serve them a video and it'll be in view. Whereas then if we if we know the screen's locked, then they get an audio ad. So from our point of view, yeah, it, it works very very similar to our um, to our video products. Outside of that, you know, it, I think we're probably still in the earliest days around targeting, like we do programmatic, in in um, with other publishers. And also because we are kind of a bit of an island on our own. Um, uh, that that's kind of how we live as well. So our inventory isn't made available to um, networks and open exchanges in in the same way as perhaps um, video or even display would be in, in other ways. But we I think that we, we quite like it that way in that we know it's premium. We know it needs to have a bit of extra focus on it. It needs to have relevant um, kind of creative, etc. And kind of, yeah, that's how we work. So Dan, when you're in marketplace, to what extent are you talking to buyers and to the industry about streaming versus being part of audio? What's that conversation look like? At the moment, it's it's very case by case. So each agency group, even each brand are treating things differently. There isn't just, a, like I, I remember back to how video just became a screen strategy on top of TV. We're definitely not there as just a, as a flat line for, for all when it comes to audio or streaming. So it's, it's, it's very different. Some, some agency groups have certainly gone, it's just audio. It's, it's radio and we fit on top of that and, and it's all buyers together. Others you know, certainly see it as a streaming almost kind of in its own right. Others are still working their way through and trying to decide where we fit. I think one that stands out is that um, uh, when we talk about streaming in general and it being... Um, all part of all parts of our, our inventory, both from display video and then audio on top, that definitely chimes because people understand even through their own use. You know, you ask that question at the beginning of a meeting, right? So who uses Spotify? And ninety percent of hands go up, um, and then probably ninety percent of those hands fall when you then say, "Well, what, are you a, um, are you fully aware of our ads and and the way that they all work?" And so I think just when we then talk about the full stack, this is what you can do, and this is how you can reach um, our users, that then gets good cuts through. And looking ahead to the next 12 months for digital audio, mm. what do you see as the biggest opportunity? 
I think for us, it'll be around just the, the data. And so being able to use our data for planning more and more and more upstream, you know, with, with creators, with planners on one side. And then secondly, as we become more able to onboard clients, CRM or you know, third party sources to, to enrich our own data um, and being able to just get down to that really you know, nicely targeted um, uh, creative, that'll be super powerful. Right. I think at the moment we talk a lot about um, that moment, which is super powerful, but also you can then also just overlay product holding and and being relevant um, to to your customers versus people that aren't your customers. That'll be even more powerful. So we'll see an increase in the use of data and its impact. Definitely. Dan, thank you for coming in. I know you've been soldiering through uh, a cold, one I think I had about a week ago. So uh, appreciate you giving up your time this morning. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you. The IAB's Simplify and Inspire podcast. For more information, visit iabaustralia.com.au.